0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Basketball Conference, the ACC Football Podcast, December 29th Bowl Preview Edition. My name is Joey Weaver. I'm a Georgia Tech grad and a Louisville fan. He is Mike McDaniel. He is a Virginia Tech grad and a Notre Dame fan. Mike, first question, is it fair to say that December 29th might might be the most fun game of bowl days? Uh, my Jesus. Most fun day of bowl
1: games on the
0: ACC slate is. so far. Yeah,
1: There it is, buddy. You got it. She
0: sells seashells by the seashore. There you go. Boom. Um. Yes. The
1: answer is yes. We got the Belk Bowl, <laughs> Wake Forest and Texas A&M. Then we got the Sun Bowl, NC State, Arizona State, both of which could get really weird, both of which could get, have a lot of offense. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean – They're intriguing matchups. I mean, they're matchups. I mean, I I feel like some of the bowl games I see the same game every year, like the Outback Bowl, for example. I feel like the Outback Bowl is the same, like, two or three teams every year. We're Mm -hmm. getting some variety here. Like, when does NC State ever play Arizona State? Never. Um, Mm -hmm. Texas A&M and Wake Forest is such a weird matchup. I cannot wait to dive into these, Joey.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm very intrigued here. So one of the interesting things about this is that across the entire ACC bowl slate, I believe that these are the only two teams. Uh, no, there's actually there's one more. But the only teams that are both playing without a head coach, uh, Texas A&M fired Kevin Sumlin and has moved on to Jimbo Fisher. Arizona State fired Todd Graham and moved on to uh, Herman Edwards, which uh, that's a whole other situation we talk about. So weird. Um, yeah, there's one more uh, opponent here in December 30th that is missing a, a head coach, but. For both of these opponents to be missing one, you kind of have no clue what you're going to get from either of these teams, really. Um, So let's try to figure out what we're going to get, at least from the ACC side of it. So as you mentioned, uh, on December 29th at 1 p.m. on ESPN, the Belk Bowl from Charlotte as the Wake Forest Steaming Deacons, a three-point favorite against the Texas A&M Aggies uh, without Kevin Sumlin, and I, I don't really know what to expect from them. Uh, as you mentioned, this is a bit of a weird matchup and a, like a total style clash. Um, A&M is going to want to throw the ball a lot more and Wake Forest is going to kind of keep it on the ground in a lot of situations. I don't mind Wake Forest chances at all, especially in like a, a virtual home game here, Mike.
1: Yeah, I don't either. I mean, Texas a and I feel like they travel well to bowl games. I have no basis for that, by the way. I know nothing about Texas A&M's fan base. I, I know they have a great 12th man. I know that the fans are obviously raucous at the home games. I just don't know how they travel to North Carolina. <laughs> we haven't. We don't see that very often. Um, do I think Texas A&M will travel well? Yes, I do. Do I think, um, you know, Wake Forest will have a distinct home field advantage? Yes, I do. So... Uh, You know, taking that into consideration, the fact that Wake Forest runs the ball really, really well. um, Well, you know, I think their whole offensive game plan, like it has been for most of the season, will be to keep opposing defenses off the field. And they've been doing a great job of that. Uh, Picking up first downs, John Walford's been fantastic this year, completing 63% of his passes, 25 touchdowns, only six picks. He's been taking care of the football. He's second on the team in rushing with um, 615 yards. He leads the team in touchdown runs with 10 uh, John Wolford is everything to this Wake Forest offense, and he's really become one of the best quarterbacks in college football this year. It's it's insane. I mean, he's a top ten quarterback. He is, and it's pretty astonishing. And the development of of Wolford from like years one through three to like year four, it's mm-hmm. not e- it's not even like it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. They have their coach in this game, like Dave Clawson will be there on the sidelines. So that's good. That's help. That's very helpful. Um, Texas A and M doesn't have that luxury because Kevin Sumlin got his ass canned. So Mm -hmm. what does Texas A&M do in this football game? I mean, I think you'll see a similar Texas A&M team that we've seen all year. You know, you'll see Nick Starkle throwing and running the ball. You'll see Travion Williams getting a healthy share of carries. You know, Keith Ford as well. Um, They got a nice little two-headed monster there in the backfield, Texas A&M does. So two teams that really like to run the ball. Texas A&M throws it around a good bit as well. Um, Two offenses that like to stay balanced um, I think Wake Forest defense uh, is a bit better in this football game I mean I think in a lot of Texas A&M's losses this year it's because the defense especially the secondary hasn't been very good they've given up explosive runs to SEC running backs which you know looking at the SEC they're only probably a handful of running backs who you know are really that good so
0: yeah I got an email a couple of days ago that I forwarded you that basically said that uh, I think Texas A&M is taking 60 to 65 percent of the bets in this game on the spread. Um, If that continues, I expect the number to continue to come down, and I'm going to wait as long as I can to see if I can get Wake Forest like minus one or something like that, because yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I I think Wake Forest is a lot more consistent team. They're they're a team that you know what you're going to get from them on a week-in, week-out basis, and I, I wouldn't expect them to just come out and, and lay an egg in a, in a bowl game like this. I think Dave is going to have them ready to roll. Texas A&M might get a little frustrated at some point and just kind of sputter out in the middle of this game. You kind of never know. Um, I'm with you. I like Wake here. I'm I, I really am impressed with the development that we've seen from John Walford this year. I think that he's a guy that could be very motivated in this game if he's trying to prove that maybe he deserves a shot you know, at a draft pick or something like that. Um, several seniors in, uh, on both sides of the ball playing in their last game, I think they'll be excited, kind of playing near home, they'll probably have a pretty big Wake Forest contingency at this game. Uh, so for all those reasons, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I think Texas A&M is by far a more talented team um, they've, they've done a whole lot better recruiting over the last several years under uh, Kevin Sumlin, but that's never really panned out, and hence that's why he's gone at this point. Um, I don't think that they're going to be able to put it all together, especially without Sumlin at the Helms this late in the year. Um, they've kind of been a little bit of a mess for a lot of this year, so uh, I, I'm with you. I'm sticking with Wake Forest. Uh, I think they cover three and and win here, maybe, maybe by about... 10 to 13. Um, I think it's a pretty comfortable, healthy margin for the Deeks. Uh, I'll go something maybe like 31-17 here. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, not a super high-scoring game, I don't think. Um, the total here is 64.5. I, I think I like the under there, too. Um, I don't think this is going to be a very high-scoring game, personally.
1: I mean, two good running attacks, too. So I think the under is a pretty safe bet, unless things get weird and they start slinging the ball over the field, which, you know, we've seen weird bowl games before.
0: Yeah, we sure have. Uh, we saw a, an easy under last year that was hit in, like, the second quarter of the, uh, what is it, the Car uh, Care Bowl? No, no, the uh, Quick Lane Bowl, the one in Detroit, the Little yeah. Caesars Bowl. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> yeah, it's they've had, like, six different sponsors the last few years. Um, yeah, low scoring, wake wins and covers. I think we both agree on that. So, Mike, at 1 o'clock is is that game on ESPN. And then at 3 o'clock on CBS, uh, the only uh, bowl that I remember always being on CBS is the Hyundai Sun Bowl uh, from El Paso, Texas. As the number 24 NC State Wolfpack, a a 6.5-point favorite against the Arizona State Sun Devils. Um, I am very, very curious to see how this game goes because, as mentioned, Arizona State also without a head coach here. Also, it might be without coordinators. I don't know, like, maybe, like, the inmates are running the asylum here. Like, is the quarterback going to be the play caller, and they're just, you know, going backyard football style or what? But uh, this game could get super weird, super quick.
1: I'll make this pretty quick for you, Joey. Arizona State, <laughs> no head coach. Like you mentioned, may not have some coordinators. 109th in the country in total defense. Ouch. Uh, not great, Joey. 88th in the country in scoring defense, giving up over 31 points per game.
0: Hmm. Not great.
1: Um, NC State, last I checked, uh, Dave Dorn got a contract extension. Oh, and a raise. So, that's... Yes. Yes, so he'll be on the sidelines. Oh, and also, they can score some points. Yes, they can. And their defense isn't all that bad. No, it is not. So, give me NC State. That was easy, (laughs) right? They win and they cover here. And... Do I think Arizona State like keeps it fun and competitive? Yeah, I do. Do I think NC State kind of blows doors off in the second half? Yeah, I kind of do. I like NC mm-hmm. State by a couple touchdowns here.
0: Yeah, I, I think this is a big win for NC State. Um, they're favored by six and a half. I feel really comfortable that they're going to cover that. I, I don't see how Arizona State is going to be organized and um, and explosive enough to... To play with NC State here, I think NC State's, as you mentioned, their defense is pretty good and can get after the Arizona State offense. Arizona State's defense, not very good. NC State's going to be able to run up the score on them, I think. Um, I think this is a big game for Ryan Finley, uh, for guys like uh, Naeem Hines. I, you know, Jalen Samuel might end up having a pretty big game. I don't know if he's playing this one. Do we know about that yet, Mike?
1: Uh, I do not.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I'll assume that he's playing, but I mean, this is a, a a pretty big, pretty big game. I think for for NC State, I think they're going to have a, a pretty easy time in this one. Um, Arizona State, I'm trying to figure out how they even got to bowl eligibility because they've been kind of a mess uh, at, at a lot of points this year. Um, they've it, it seems like they've maybe won a couple of games that they shouldn't have and done a couple of those things. So. Um, I, I, don't have high amounts of faith in them. Um, S and P plus would tell you that they should have been about five and seven instead of seven and five. So that's not great. And now it probably gets worse without a head coach. So yeah, without uh, expanding on this one too much, NC state wins big here. Um, I think this is like a 35, 14 kind of game. I, I think that they'll, you know, maybe kick the crap out of Arizona state here a little bit. Fair. Um, Mike, before we do get out, interesting tidbit that I found. NC State has played in 31 bowl games in their in their uh, program's history. They've never played in the Sun Bowl.
1: Wow, there you go.
0: Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Good How are like, you now. This is like a, a very uh, historic bowl that's been played thousands of times, and, and NC State has never played in it. Um, yeah, the first Sun Bowl was in 1935. Really old. Yeah, and it's been like every year since then, and like – NC State's never played in it. That's odd to me. That's, so,
1: The more you know, Joey, the more you know.
0: I was going to say, knowledge is power, Mike. Um, all right, Mike, anything else before we get out of here?
1: Another good preview.
0: I think so, and I think a good day. This should be a, a, a couple of pretty good wins for the ACC, a couple of fun games to watch, a couple of potential tire fires on the other sideline from the ACC. Uh, get to watching that. should be a good day on the 29th. All right, Mike, uh, we're going to get out of here and go preview the remainder of these bowl games. Uh, but before we do, they can find us on Twitter. I'm at FTRS Joey. He is at Mike McDaniel ACC, and together we're at BC Podcast ACC. Y'all can send us an email to the longest email address, no demand podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, on SoundCloud, on the Overcast app, and other places potentially. Well, until then, for Mr. Mike McDaniel, I am Joey Weaver. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Until then... Go ACC!